coming up, we'll tell you what our team thinks are the things you should not miss on your next visit to Walt Disney World. Coming up next, from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 684 for the week of March 4th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Dustin West. Teresa Eccles. Teresa, you've gotten very, uh, very hairy. Um, Sean Thompson. Where's he sitting? Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and Kathy Whirling. And back manning the controls, our associate producer, Craig Attempting. Williams. Poor, poorly. Poorly. <laughs> I need to shave. I don't we know. We changed some things up on it's a little him. scratchy there. <laughs> I think that now uh, we should, yeah, every time we <laughs> cut to Teresa, we cut to Sean instead. Who just mouths what she's saying. Yeah, just like singing in the rain. Giggles, sweats a little. Ooh, I'm all hot. <laughs> Where's the paper? Where's the paper? Talks about cats. <laughs> all right, well, uh, last week on our Facebook page, we uh, asked some of our friends to give us some suggestions about segments they would like to see. And Richard Bunt one of our good friends suggested that we do a Diz Unplugged must-do list. So we asked the team, what are the things that are on your must-do list at Walt Disney World? We asked them for attractions in each of the theme parks, as well as dining experiences in each of, each of the theme parks, and in the resorts and at Downtown Disney, and some of their other favorite things to do. And uh, what was very interesting was that there were only a few things that were pretty much a broad consensus. Um, everybody kind of has their own thing that they like. Yeah. The other thing I noticed when I kind of put them all together was that, you know, the, the folks who tend to pair up, uh, me and Dustin, Sean and Craig, Kathy and Teresa, John and Kevin, um, all kind of like the same things. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. It was kind of interesting. That's sweet. <laughs> it was kind of interesting. Do you, you like know? long walks in the moonlight? I moon? do. <laughs> I didn't know Richard Bunt suggested this, or I would have come out with totally different answers, but that's okay. Why? I don't know. <laughs> that's the important question. Why? He's my client. I love him to death. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to start out with uh, attractions at each of the theme parks, starting with the Magic Kingdom. Um, one that was uh, pretty uh, almost unanimous was the People Mover. Uh, the Wedway people movie. Classic. Mm-hmm. And I, I you know, especially because there's never a line for it. Thank God they haven't put Fast Pass Plus on that yet. And but I don't think they ever could. You're all, it's I just really a constantly moving, cool ride that mm-hmm. lets you sit down. It's one of those when you when you go into Tomorrowland or when you go into the Magic Kingdom, you know you know you're going to be able to get onto the People Mover as long as it's operating. It's it, that's why it's it is one of my favorites. I didn't put it on my list, but um, 
it, it's always there. That and Carousel of Progress, you're mm-hmm. always going to be able to just okay. If there's if everything else has really long lines, you'll be able to do it. Yeah, and exactly. it's and, and it's interesting and it's fun and it's nostalgic. It yeah. is. You get to. I love it. Out. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that ride. And you know, there's still a lot of people that think Carousel of Progress is a seasonal attraction because back four or five years ago, I think it was, they mm-hmm. were saying it was going to be a seasonal attraction, and I think that lasted for all of. Maybe a quarter. What do you mean by that? Only open for a certain amount of time? Yes, yeah. yeah, like during the holidays. During peak and periods, yeah. Okay. They were opening it up. Well, they need so to be nice. shutting it down to refurb it. Yeah. Yes. That's what they yes. need. Um, yeah. Notice this. I, I've been noticing this uh, a lot. Um, we were just on Carousel of Progress the other day. And, you know, some of the animatronics are broken. The, Dogs looking a little aged. Um, <laughs> and in, in, in one of the scenes, um, you know, one of the one of the speakers in the ceiling was blown out so the audio was terrible and I, I kept thinking to myself you know how you know it doesn't require a full-on refurb to swap out a right. speaker right what's going on with maintenance we noticed it in um buzz lightyear too could that ride look any more run down really i mean it was it was really looking to me like it had been abandoned the capsule that we were in was rickety to start with but my little laser gun was just like floppy and loose and it was and And then the actual attraction stuff was broken and not working it looked ratty it looked dilapidated um the sound was a little it was really and it's such a great attraction wow and you know you start looking at that stuff saying okay they're making record profits what's happening to maintenance with some of this stuff. I'll tell you what, though. One thing I have done is with the People Mover, I mean, they've kept that in great shape. They really have. In fact, they've improved it over <laughs> well, the years. Well, nobody goes on it. So, I mean, <laughs> there's no wear get, and tear. doesn't get a lot of wear and tear. Um, and everything's pretty much behind glass. Right. So, Well, I can say as far as like the maintenance, since my son does that as a cast member, that they, you know, Disney has this team that they go around and every month they have different rides that they audit. So as far as like the safety of the rides, the rides are all okay. Right, yeah. it's safety just wise. it needs like Show. painting or whatever. That's where they seem to be. Right. No, there's yeah. no question in my mind the rides are safe, none whatsoever. Um, but in terms of its operation, in terms of some of the elements of it, the animatronics and some things, we've been I've been seeing some. You know, it, it, it's looking kind of it's it's looking a little worn. Things are looking a little worn. Um, Sean, Craig, and Teresa all said Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah, Jungle Cruise. And uh, I think, you know, I agree with that. We just did Jungle Cruise at night. I did Jungle Cruise at yeah. night for the first time the other night. Isn't it fun at night? It's way better at night. And yeah. we had, we had the, uh, the best skipper I've ever seen. We were also doing it, was it during the Extra Magic Hours? It was. Yeah, it was. Or it was late at night, so there's a... a no, it was just before Extra Magic Hours started. Yeah, so there's this different tone there. You know, it's kind of like everybody's really excited. There's a different energy, like, later at night, like 11 or midnight or so. And... I don't know. The skipper was really energetic, and the and the people that were in the boat were really getting into it. It was oh, it was really fun. I just love it because it's classic. It goes back mm-hmm. to that one word to me. It's it's probably my favorite attraction. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. Really? Yeah, I love the queue. I love it all. Um, and it was wonderful at Christmas. I hope they did that again. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was got better once they got into their groove and they were like Mm -hmm. more open about doing Christmas jokes throughout the whole thing. Yeah, this was their first year doing that. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad they're doing that. Now, John, uh, uh, John, John needs to pay more attention. Of course, John and Kevin had to leave, uh, take care of their dog. But um, 
uh, one of John's favorite attractions in the Magic Kingdom was Journey into the Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> it's Journey of the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Dustin and I had a, had a good laugh at that. Why were you and I, Teresa, the only ones who put down Haunted Mansion? I don't know. What's wrong with you because people? I think, didn't we say only two? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I couldn't choose just two. So I, you know. Yeah, I, I picked Rule Breaker. Haunted Mansion three. is definitely up there for me because it falls in line with one of my other picks, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Jungle Cruise. It's those classic oh, yeah. Disney attractions. It's just, you know, um, it's not on the top, top of my list. No, for Magic Kingdom, it's up there. Yeah. I mean, the changes they made to the queue, I think, were a, a good addition. I just, I love the theming. I love the, the cast members in there. And they're, you know, the perf- they pick the perfect people to do. Yeah. You know. And they can have a grumpy day and you'll never yeah, know you'll about never it. you'll never know. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, Craig was the only one who said uh, Tiki Room yeah. of the team. Why I, you, why I love you? it. I love everything Adventureland. Um, Does it make you smile? No. <laughs> Does anything? That's incorrect. But Craig is smiling right now. He is. I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> Seriously. I don't think that's Go what ahead. the eyes are saying. He's smiling. He's smiling. Like, he's smiling. I can tell. That's creepy. <laughs> okay. But no, I actually, I just love everything about it. The theming, the... the clicking of the birds. The clicking, the music. Uh, I, I can't wait till all the new merchandise comes out for the Adventureland area. And yeah, I agree. And I actually picked up some uh, great stuff over at the uh, uh, Art of Disney store in uh, Epcot. Yeah, yeah, the anniversary merchandise that the came anniversary. out. A lot of it was Kevin and Jody oh, yeah. yep. stuff. I love that stuff. Bought a bunch of it. Bought a bunch of it. So I'm going to redo my office and... Tiki Adventureland stuff. Are you? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I wanted a theme. That's neat. So Tiki yeah. theme. I'm excited about that. But uh, now in terms of in terms of dining, um, again, pretty unanimous uh be our guest in Columbia Harbor House. Um yeah. now uh, just had dinner at Be Our Guest a few nights ago, and it's my first time back there since it first opened. I remember saying I'd like to see what it's like in a year. And I can tell you, food quality, service, phenomenal. It's a good idea to eat there, lunch or dinner. And so the, yeah. the, 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 I thought, you know, frankly, I think the pricing is really good for the quality of what you're getting. And the service was superb. Yes, we had gone back. That's the first time we'd been back in months. And I thought the service was even better than it was when I was there mm-hmm. before. And the food was really good. I think, it's, I think it is absolutely rivaling uh, Hollywood Brown Derby. Uh, in wow. terms of in terms of the in the quality, quality of the experience and, and the year that they've had the year that they've had where it's almost impossible to get a a reservation there or you have to do it really far I mean it would be so easy for them to slip into a lower quality mm-hmm. lower service kind of scenario knowing that they're just going to book up anyway but they haven't done that at least not from my experience I still think that'd be the perfect place for like a character breakfast or like a character event. You know, like push the tables out at night and have like a, a ticketed, like a ball in be our guest or something. Mm, I mean, that's with, not a bad idea with the theming in there. I mean, oh, you know, it's incredible. It's like like put a it tables in Wonderland kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I'll tell you something. It's it's Disney at its best in mm-hmm. that in, in that restaurant. Well, New Fantasyland in general, but yeah, certainly be our guest restaurant. Columbia Harbor House. Uh, Dustin, John, Kathy, and Teresa all voted that as their must do. Always find a seat. Food's always 
Good. It's definitely my favorite quick service there. With the restaurants, I was trying to do like one table service, one quick service in my list. See, Magic Kingdom to me is all quick service because there's so much to do and we just don't ever dine, you know, sit down meal there. But But, uh, you and Kathy also picked uh, Cosmic Rays. I like Cosmic Rays. A lot Mm -hmm. of choices. Yeah. I, I think I'd prefer Pecos Bill over Cosmic Rays. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. to me, Pecos Bills just seem so dark and cramped. And, yeah. And it is a little bit. Um, I, uh, for me, in park dining is all about the theming. Sometimes it's not about the food. For me, it's about you know the atmosphere. And I like I like Cosmic Rays. Yeah. I like the futuristic. And can I say? <laughs> I guess my mini rant. I had put it up on my Facebook page. That you know, when it gets busy at the parks now, they 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 stop you at the door before you can go in and sit down. Mm-hmm. That I don't like that policy. That you know, everybody in your group has to be together before you can head to your table. So there's no saving tables. So there's no saving tables, but that gets the crowd out of the area where you're trying to maneuver, especially at Pecos Bills with your tray. The day that I was there, the, this one mother. Um, for whatever reason, had her son laying on the floor and she was standing over his head. Now, this was like sort of in the middle of the Protecting room. Protecting his brain. and Yes, and he was playing a video head. game on the floor. And Perhaps she had just given birth to him. <laughs> but it's like, you know, if you could have just... Uh, all these people were standing in that room waiting for the rest of their group to go into a table. And I'm surprised the kid didn't get stepped on or... But there was a lot of people who were upset, and I get the whole bit about when you get your hot food, then you, you're you going to have a table, but I don't like that policy. Well, uh, moving over to Epcot for favorite attractions, Living with the Land was picked by Sean, Kevin, John, and myself, hmm. and that is absolutely <clears throat> one of my favorite things to do. And, you know, it's not that I'm particularly into, you know, living off the land. Um, <laughs> Nature boy. But, you know, I, I just, there's something about that attraction that just, I can't really put my finger I on it. I love the music at it's, the end. I love the music. I've never felt more relaxed as I am on that ride. Really? It is In a very moment, relaxing ride. Maybe that's calm, it. peaceful, relaxed. Yeah. One with the earth. It's like the Xanax of Disney attractions. It kind of is. Yeah. I want to live in those little worlds because you go through like different environments. You go through like the farmhouse. The farmhouse and the, 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 the desert, really dry the forest and all this. And I you just, wanna, it's so serene. And I love the blueberry peaceful. girl at the end. Do you know the montage of people? Yeah, with the everyone's food color coded. Like? Yeah. <laughs> the potato woman, the tomato girl. <laughs> I wish I had a picture of that. That yeah. would have been great. Now, we went through there the other day. And as part of the Flower and Garden Festival, they're saying that they're going to serve a lot of food from in the land. And one of the things that they're supposed to serve is eggplant scallops. Mm. Did you see a lot of eggplants growing in there? It's like... They have them. Mm-hmm. I know, but enough to feed people at a booth for flower and garden? Well, the, well, what's I think what's in the greenhouse is only really... An, an example. An exa- I think yeah. there's more greenhouses in Beck. Am I wrong by saying that? I don't know. They, they would have to. If they were using that in the restaurants, there would have to be another they've, location. I've also seen they've set up uh, Epcot. They have... Um, in the backstage areas of Epcot, they they put up temporary greenhouses for the uh, specifically for okay. the Flower and Garden Festival. Um, so they could can, be there. Yeah, yeah, they 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 grow more stuff there as well. The nature people are back there growing. <laughs> Spaceship Earth was the other uh, popular one at Epcot. Craig, Dustin, John, myself, and Teresa. That falls for me. That falls in the same category as the People Mover. That typically there's not really a line for it. 
Well, <laughs> lately there's been. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw a 45 minute line the other morning. Mm-hmm. I've but never. I, I the only time I've ever seen a 45 minute line for Spaceship Earth was like New Year's Eve. Right. Um, See, that's where a major I think holiday. Fast Pass is creating a problem. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. no question about it. That ride doesn't need a Fast Pass, Mm-mm. but because other more popular rides fill up on their fast pass they have to give alternatives to the people who mm-hmm. didn't land them i understand the concept i but who doesn't love the ride oh yeah. it's great oh we love you the know, ride if you can get just, on it apparently sean doesn't oh no i love okay, it no my favorite part is foxy cleopatra foxy cleopatra yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i like onion head man or garlic head man he does have a garlic hat he has yeah. a garlic hat who's this he's one of the the wise men sitting listening to the he's got a big garlic on his head i love it no, 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 no. You got to no, And his shoes are amazing. Absolutely. Like shoes. shoes with his the curl. His shoes are yeah. amazing. And I love the chick with the afro in the computer room. Foxy Cleopatra. Foxy yeah. Cleopatra. That's Foxy Cleopatra. Uh, that's what I've named her. <laughs> yeah, I like her. Um, but this was definitely one of the parks where everybody just kind of, kind of went off on their own. Sean, you said the Maelstrom. I love Maelstrom. Yeah. Really? That's a good one, too. I do. It was a toss-up between that and, uh, I forget now, I did this yesterday, but I think... Prime Maelstrom or American Adventure. Yeah. I love both of those attractions. I like, I don't know, I like soothing boat rides. Nothing too crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Craig and Kevin both went with Impressions de France. Why... Why that one, Craig? I think a lot of it has to do with the soundtrack. I know Kevin specifically yeah, mentioned said, it. Loves and the music. Yeah, that's uh, the same part for me. I mean, I know a lot of the songs are from French composers, and I, I don't know what the actual names of the songs are and what they are, but it's really soothing. It's a good way to get out of the sun for 20 minutes, and it has seating in there, unlike the the Circle Vision films. Right. So it's it's nice. I, like I, it. I was surprised that Kathy and I were the only ones who said Soren. Um, yeah. Is that not an attraction you guys like? Or you can never get on it. Oh no, I love it. Love Soren. I love it, but it's I just can't. not my top two. It's right. just yeah. And Pete, you didn't say Figment was your favorite. No. <laughs> did you, Kathy? Amazingly, of it was I only did. Kathy was the was the only one who said Figment. And I'm surprised <laughs> nobody else said Test Track except for you, Kathy. Yeah. Did I say test track? Yes, you did. But We're not so similar after I would have, all, though. I would have said test track a couple years ago, but I'm not particularly... You don't like the new one? I'm not too... Compared to the old one, I'm not oh, too Oh, I think the old it. one was better, but yeah. I'm glad we still have it. Yeah. In, in terms of Epcot dining, um, everybody was kind of all over the place here. Um, John, Kevin, and I both uh, said Monsieur Paul, the uh, restaurant above Chefs de France. Uh, we also said Chefs de France. And uh, Kathy, Teresa, and I all said Sunshine Seasons, at, uh, which I think is a really good tier. You've got mm-hmm. Monsieur yeah. Paul is that, you know, that, that upper tier. Right. Uh, Chefs de France somewhere in the middle, and then Sunshine Seasons. I'm going to tell you, if you're in Epcot and you don't feel like dealing with the whole priority seating thing and the, you know, get, making an ADR, and you want to just get something good to eat at reasonably priced, you can't beat Sunshine mm-hmm. Season. You can't. I mean, we were just there the other day. Mm-hmm. Had a gr- I mean, this, we had this, I had this turkey sandwich that was like out of this yeah. world. It's good. The food is always good there. Always. Good, fresh, reasonably priced for a theme park. Um, Kathy and Teresa Beer Garden. Oh, love it. Don't you love Beer Garden? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Can't figure that out. You don't like it? It's just not my favorite flavor. No. no? Oh, I love the food. Yeah, I think the food's the good. The atmosphere. I the- like the atmosphere. When I bring somebody to Disney that's never like been to Epcot, I take them there to show them like the theming and I I also 
I have uh, I grew up near Busch Gardens Williamsburg, which has oh, a Germany okay. pavilion and that uh, theme park as well. And they have uh, something similar called Oktoberfest is the restaurant there. And I'm sorry, I might offend some people, but that one blows Epcot's oh, out of I'm the water. Oh, I'm sure it probably does. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Okay. <laughs> you followed it up with yeah. the... Sean, you don't like beer garden? Um, I love the idea of it. I love German food. I love the atmosphere. I love when they come out and sing and do but... all that. I don't think it's good German food. Well, and this is somebody who lived yeah. in Germany. Okay, well, um, but it's what we got. It's what we got to deal with. So oh, That's yeah. fine, but I'm not going to go know. there and spend $40. <laughs> no, that student prince that we went to in that was amazing. Oh, that was that amazing. Was gosh, that was amazing. That there, I'd be really happy. I'd be there every week. Oh, and you I, know, I, I meant to mention this. Um, uh, when we talked about... Uh, Restaurants in uh, Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, nobody said Liberty Liberty Train Tavern. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna put that after our meal when Evelyn yeah, we was ate here. There a week ago. <laughs> I we ate there a couple nights ago, and I got to be honest, it was good. Yeah, it was All good. The, the way only our meal, we sat there and said it was good. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was really, I was really happy with it. Um, the only thing was the gravy, and I posted that was this. A little I posted, I posted this, a picture of it. On my personal Facebook page, um, this was gravy that could not be poured. This was it defied the this, laws of gravity. It really did, <laughs> and it was like very gelatinous. I guess is one word to use. Um, I, I kept saying it could be used as mortar to uh, brick a building with. But here's the thing: for as awful as it looked, it tasted very mm-hmm. good. It really good. did. Yeah. It was just. Ours got like that after it sat after on the table for a minute. Well, ours arrived that way. Oh. Ours oh. arrived that way, so it was probably sitting for a little while. But it was but, it was good, basic uh, food. I mean, it was... I don't care for the green beans, but everything else I yeah. loved. You know? Yeah, the green beans. I don't think any of us took No, them. we were sucking down the rest of that stuff. More, bring us more. <laughs> Craig, you went... And uh, going back to Epcot, Craig went with uh, Akershus. Yeah. It's good. There's princesses. The there's princesses uh, Swedish meat, or Norwegian meatballs, not Swedish meatballs. And um, if you've ever had the kind at IKEA and compared to the kind you get at Epcot, it's it's a big difference. So, but I, I like it all. It's it's different. No one mentioned uh, Le Cellier as their favorite. I ate there for the first time a couple weeks ago, and it's way overpriced. Yes, it sure is. We I had- was. Have those prices gone up in the last year? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Because when, again, was over there a few days ago, and I, I wanted to just say, I don't know if I just get lucky or what, but I got Le Cellier and Be Our Guest with about three days' notice. Wow. Wow. Um, and I could have eaten, actually, uh, could have eaten at Le Cellier a few times because it kept coming up when I was looking for restaurants. I kept seeing it come yeah. up. Wow. Um, when I, I, I have, I very, very rarely ever go into a restaurant, sit down and complain about the prices. Um, especially at Disney, I'm used to it. When I saw a $65 ribeye, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's, what exactly is this ribeye going to do <laughs> when it gets to my table to warrant $65? <laughs> um, well, we had the vegetable I went with the vegetable option. was $28, and it's like I could have gone to Publix. It was gotten, pretty. It was yes. beautifully pre- presented on this little rectangular tray of vegetable colors and beautifulness. But well, I ended, it wasn't worth twenty. Bucks. I ended up going with the New York strip, which I believe was forty dollars. Yeah, forty five dollars. It was really good for a twelve ounce New York strip. Um, and I got to be honest, I thought it was worth it. It was one of the best 
New York strips I've tasted in a very, very long time. Okay, compared to Yachtsman or Shula's, how was it? Um, I think uh, I, I, I felt uh, it's been a while since I've had the New York strip at Shula's. Uh, it's also been a while since I've had it at, at Yachtsman, but it, it compares favorably, in my okay. opinion. Um, I felt that it was uh, seasoned perfectly, cooked perfectly. It was delicious. It had so much flavor. And I was full already. By the, you know, after that cheese soup and the bread, well, the soup is you good, know, yeah. it kind of kills you. Yeah. And so I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to finish this steak. I couldn't stop eating it. I mean, it was just that good. <laughs> I'll give it a try. <laughs> so, but uh, interestingly enough, so Monsieur Paul, Chefs de France and Sunshine Season make the list of uh, this unplugged uh, must-do restaurants at Epcot. Um, we're going to move over to attractions at Hollywood Studios. And uh, the top two, based on uh, the team, uh, Great Movie Ride and Toy Story Mania. Oh, wow. Um, and again, everybody, uh, one man's story, Kathy, John, and Teresa. John admitted he, okay. he just copied Kathy because he doesn't like Hollywood Studios. But one man's story, why is that? Okay. Why, why, why is that your I, favorite? Because it's... Like the history of Walt Disney, and when you you see the movie at the end of like how he started and what he achieved, I always come out of there with like tears in my eyes. Oh please, bawling before I don't yes. even come out of the room yet. I'm on there crying. Oh yeah, just oh yeah. Well, I love one man's before you dream. walk it's in, you're great. crying. I'm crying. I don't know. The, well, walking before you even get into the theater, all the things you pass by mm-hmm. as you're the museum, the museum yeah, itself. Yeah. I like going in uh, to one man's dream so you can see the the office, the, the yes. replication of yeah. the it's office. Like the that evolution makes it of it all. I just love yeah. that. And I love the, you know, the Mouseketeer, everything, everything in there is just awesome. And it gives you a background on why we're there to me, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it's one of those things that people just pass by, uh, right. generally speaking. So, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, the cast members <laughs> out there, please come in. Yeah. Oh, there's so, Yeah. <laughs> But and if you know kids are like, I don't want to go in there. No, you didn't. If you've you never seen the movie, take the time to watch the movie because yeah. I know a lot of people scoot out mm-hmm. when the doors open, but watch the movie. See, I'm with John. The only thing, really, the only two at Hollywood Studios that I think are worth going for: Toy Story Mania and Tower Tower. Um, oh no, the great movie ride! I can't, I can't stomach the great movie ride anymore. But at um, one time, oh, at one time I loved it. Yeah. At one time, it was an absolute must-do for me. But I think it's become very dated. Um, I think that the whole shtick they do is, you know, with the gangster. It's or not the shtick, it's real life. It, really? It's, what it's are you just, talking about? It's, so, it's just so old. That chick is a gangster. <laughs> and I get scared every time. I do. <laughs> well, and I, I say, so yeah, it's just lost. They need to do something with it to freshen it up. They need to, they need to inject some life into it that mm-hmm. it's been allowed to stay yeah. Unchanged. Nothing for better than riding it. Seven hundred years. Uh, Nothing better than riding it with Stella, though. When you get to that end, and Marlon Brando screams out her name, <laughs> and she thinks everybody on that car knows that that's her name, and like, knows she gets she, embarrassed. She does get embarrassed, yeah. but it's just. And I liked it after we did that Tables in Wonderland dinner, where we had the progressive dinner through that was there. Amazing. That, that was, was incredible. Yes, that was incredible when they did that dinner in the Great Movie Ride. Yeah, that's. Turn it into a restaurant. Um, <laughs> that would be have the Munchkins watch you eat. <laughs> they could update it though and keep it and keep it pretty cool. I think. Yeah, I would. I would update a few of the uh, film choices. A few of the film choices, and I would definitely either eliminate the shtick or or replace it with something better. Better. Um, it just they yeah, should move it to a different section, though. You know, have 
Dorothy take over the car when you're riding through instead of... <laughs> <laughs> I would hate that. <laughs> now, our must-dos at Hollywood Studios in terms of dining. Uh, no surprise here. Hollywood Brown Derby in the 50s primetime cafe. Um, with uh, Sean saying the writers, uh, the writers stop. Yeah, I love that little uh, yeah. coffee shop. It used to be themed to Ellen, I guess. I didn't. I yeah. never visited when it was themed to Ellen. Really? But yeah, I don't know. It's nice. It's a great place to get coffee. They have like chairs. It's like a Books. bookstore. You can go yeah. sit. Yeah. Yeah. The and there's cool things to look cookie. at. That is so good. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know. Why I'm bringing this up, but, but didn't there used to be a restaurant? I think Kevin told me this once, where uh, Playhouse Disney is. That was like somehow themed to Big Business, the Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin movie. I don't remember that. Oh my! I'll, I'll tell you. I know that. I don't remember that. I'll tell you this. It was. It was called the. Um, it, it was called the Soundstage Restaurant, okay. I think. And I don't know about the big business reference, uh-huh. but at some point it came to, you know, in the early 90s, every year they were releasing a new film. So Aladdin, Lion King, you know, okay. all that stuff. Every year they changed out that character breakfast or character dining experience to incorporate those. The thought of Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin doing a character breakfast is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Did it, am I the only one that did sci-fi? You were the only one who said sci-fi dining. And it's not for the food. Don't care nothing about the food. I could, couldn't well, that's even good, tell you Well, that's good, because if there. you did, you wouldn't go there. No, but the theming. I mean, just the mm-hmm. whole, you're sitting at a drive-in movie theater. Now, they do, I would like them to show different clips. I'm getting kind of old, getting yeah. t- tired of the same. Plan 9 from outer space kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. It, I think it's, I just love the whole, you're out there, and the milkshakes are good. But yeah. I just I just love, and that's why I like 50s, too. People fussing at you when you're eating. Nothing better. I mean. <laughs> Kathy, you said men and bills. Mm-hmm. How come? Because that's the place where they stab the bun, and then they stick the sausage inside. It's all it's about really the good. S- sausage and the bun. Yeah. <laughs> stop it, guys. Just stop it. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> no, it's just a, a unique how they prepared your food. Kathy's a dockside kind of girl. And it's like... <laughs> It is good though. Something yes. about sausages yes. and stabbing buns and <laughs> you were working. Yeah, you I was there. Yes, I mean, okay. several times with you, yes. and I, I enjoyed it. And, the and it's never, good. yeah, and it's never really very busy. This is one of those moments where you want to look at her and go, "What the hell happened to you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, that was good. What uh, Craig picked for that one? Craig, what was yours? Let me go back to my little uh, list here. Craig, uh, Craig was with us on uh, the Hollywood Brown Derby slash the Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys covered the Lounge a few months ago when it first opened. What is it about the Lounge? Uh, it's just except um, whenever they have like mulch, sweat, and shears playing on that stage out front. Any other time, it's really relaxing and peaceful out there. Especially now that there's not a parade in Hollywood yeah. Studios or Disney Channel rocks coming out there. Uh, and some of the flights that they offer, the martinis, the wine, it's its unique stuff. And the flavors are really good. It's not overpriced. Um, it, it's a great way to take a break for a little bit. Okay. Good, good enough answer. No, thank you. All right. Moving over. <laughs> <laughs> moving over to Animal Kingdom. Um, and again, not a lot of consensus here. Uh, the only one that got, like, Three three people saying that was their favorite was Expedition Everest. That was Sean Craig and Dustin. Yeah, uh, really. Every everyone below thirty uh, uh, found that one. Uh, Sean and Teresa both said Finding Nemo the musical. Um, uh, Dustin and Kathy uh, the Pangani Forest Exploration Trail. Oh, too much walking. Uh, John and Kathy the Kilimanjaro Safaris. John said Tough to Be a Bug. <laughs> Dinosaur was Kathy and Teresa. I love I like dinosaur. dinosaur. I do um, like dinosaur. If I had to throw, you see, my vote will be the would be like the the the, break, the, the tiebreaker here. 
uh, I'm probably going to throw it on uh, uh, Pangani uh, Forest. Yeah. Um, and the theming uh, is nice. Yes, the theming is amazing <laughs> for that. And but I, you're walking. Expedition Everest, um, just too extreme for me. Honestly, um, I'm old now, and if you can, I can't handle it, them anymore. If you I've can only, stomach it, it's an amazing ride and it's amazing theming. I've only done it once. Craig, you said Wilderness Explorers. Yeah, we were oh, confused cool. by this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you going around getting little badges? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Kylie and I go around and, and do that. I do but that. That's it, fun. I've done that. It's perfect way to get children. you to go it's all. Of, no, it's not about that. It's about getting around the park and actually looking at everything, and you're forced yeah. to do all the walkthroughs and stuff. I tell you so. what, it did wonders for Rafiki's Planet Watch. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> no one else would go back there. Yeah. When I was working there, everybody wants their badge. Where do I get? You got to get on the train, buddy. Yeah. You know, my family went to Animal Kingdom without me on Sunday for the. Um, <laughs> How dare they? I dare, well, that's okay. But um, that's the first time they had gone back into that Rafiki area. Mm-hmm. And absolutely oh, really? Loved, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were gone all day. And I thought, oh, they're going to be back by noon. But no, they. I got home before they did. And they actually enjoyed. Oh, but yeah. they ate at one of my favorite restaurants there. Well, let's Ooh, uh, segue. So we're going to say we're, we're going to say Expedition Everest and the Pangani Forest Exploration yeah. Trail being the, t- the two picks uh, for the, from the team for Animal Kingdom. Finding but when we get to uh, uh, we, get, we get to the food. Uh, it was uh, Tusker House was pretty uh, uh, pretty much unanimous, um, understandably great. I think it's a great never restaurant. Been there. I've never, never been, been there. there. Um, and yeah, it was Craig Dustin, Kevin, John, and myself all went with Tusker House, and uh, John, Craig, and Dustin all said Yak and Yeti, but specified quick service. And it was funny that we all specified quick service. quick service hmm. at Yak and Yeti, not table service. Why is that? What's the big difference I'll, I'll between? I'll tell you for me. Two reasons. First of all, it's I think it's the best and quickest fast food location in the park. You go up and you know, like any Chinese restaurant, you know they've already got the walks going, so it's you know it's pretty quick. Um, but also, they have uh, some unique beers at that location as well. That aren't. It always served. comes back to that, doesn't it? <laughs> but I think the food is really good. I think it's, uh, I, you know, I don't think it's. I think it's better than Nine Dragons. Honestly, it's it's really good, like fast Chinese. Not that, food. not at that, not the sit down boy. Let me is tell it you, Chinese or just Asian? Well, it's Asian it's themed. Asian. Yeah, it's yeah. you know. Asian Animal themed. Kingdom is the park that I am most likely to go home and have lunch than eat in the park because I don't. <laughs> I don't really like the most two likely miles to away. leave. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, really. I live close enough. It's like, you know, look, Magic Kingdom and Epcot, we will specifically go over and dine in the parks. Oh, yeah. Animal Kingdom, it's like we'll eat beforehand or we'll go home and have right, lunch yeah. at the house. Craig, what do you like about Tusker House? Uh, I like that they actually have um, Indian food there. Specifically, like hmm. uh, curries. Yeah, I'm I'm a really big fan of curry, and I can't make it that well, so I need to go places that actually have it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I I will also okay. I will also say that the uh, character meal, the character breakfast in particular, yeah. at Tusker House is amazing. Um, the food was is fantastic, and the great selection. They have those um, breakfast. Um, scrambles like all kinds of different flavored breakfast scrambles and some of them have those interesting flavors like they have over at Boma some of those right. well, different I think, spices I think in terms like of in terms of selection in terms of quality in terms of quantity it's second only to Boma in terms of a buffet breakfast mm-hmm. but I, I think the character interaction <laughs> at that particular restaurant um, some of the best I've seen yeah. uh, 
in in any of the character meals. I also love the theming of that whole thing, uh, the outside and the inside. Like it's a marketplace slash hotel uh, in the middle of Africa. I love that. Love that theme. Yeah, the theming is the theming is awesome. Um, uh, who liked Flame Tree Barbecue? Did anybody? Oh, I, I just said that. Yeah. Okay, that was you. But now, right. now that someone changes their baby on the table, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably change my mind. <laughs> you don't know what table it was. Yeah, but they have like big chicken platters with ribs, and it's really good. And they give you yeah. That like, was my that would that would have been my choice as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, was Flame Tree, but uh, we're we're outvoted. We're outvoted by uh, Yak and Yeti Quick Service yeah. and Tusker House. As your dining options at Animal Kingdom. I only eat back in dinosaur area. Right, you like the chicken nuggets and the burger kind of stuff. Huh? I like the uh, theme. Try low bites. I like the theming. Uh, that little place has got an amazing place to stay cool back there in the little yeah. dining corner back in there. Yeah. The ice cream's good. Now, in terms of uh, top uh, restaurants outside of the theme parks, um, one place was pretty much unanimous, and that was Splitsville. Yeah, um, a lot of members of the team all said Splitsville. Um, why? Did you say Splitsville? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, I know for me. That's why it says almost unanimous. Almost unanimous. <laughs> the one, Sean. <laughs> uh, I didn't say anything. Um, for me, it's especially if you're going there to bowl. Um, you can go bowling. You can have that kind of fun night. But the food selection, it's. I mean, it's mostly kind of. Bar food, it's bar kind food, of stuff. but it's really yeah, it's good bar really food. Really good, yeah. big selection bar food. too. Yeah. yeah, and and you can't I, you can't beat the theming. You can't beat the atmosphere. Um, there's different locations you can eat upstairs, or you can eat out at the bar. However you want to do it, and that bar downstairs has musicians playing at night. It's really a really cool at, uh, atmosphere. Um, Citrico's was another uh, another popular one over at uh, the Grand Floridian. Just had dinner there last night with some friends. And what I love about Citrico's is consistency. It's mm-hmm. always good. It looks like Paulo inside. It kind of has that feel to it. It does. I've never been in. Um, it's, it Pictures. does, yeah. You look at the yeah. picture we're showing right now that does have that Paulo feel to it. Um, I will tell you, the food is amazing. And it is just always a good experience. It's such a well-run, well-managed mm-hmm. restaurant that you know years i've been going there and every single time i'm having a consistently good experience service food quality i mean you're going to pay you know we had uh, dinner for four last night without alcohol three hundred dollars so it's not cheap but then again you're getting a very very good meal and you know you you i i felt it was worth what 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 we paid for um, what did co- you say, Kathy? For Kathy, uh, Kathy liked uh, Ohana, and she also liked the Earl of Sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm and a cheap date. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. I think Kona. Did I say Kona? Uh, yeah. Yes, you did. And House of Blues, maybe. And House yeah. of Blues. House of Blues. I love the theming. It's so funky. Yeah. Uh, Kona. Kona was uh, Craig, Dustin, myself, and Teresa. All agreed that uh, Kona Cafe at the Polynesian. And I agree. I mean, any meal. Any. I was just going to say that doesn't matter. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Yep. Um, it's another one that I don't think it's as consistent as Citrico's is um, in terms of the quality. But uh, I think, especially in the last few years, it has become very consistent, very good. Pricing's good. And it is a reasonably priced. You know, again, by Disney standards, right? It is a reasonably priced uh, place to eat. 
And uh, I just wonder how the construction and everything they're doing at the Polynesian is going to affect mm-hmm. uh, traffic flows and stuff mm-hmm. to Dakota. I haven't been over there yet. Has anybody been over to the Polynesian yeah, to see what's we were, being done? We were there last week. Yeah, they, hadn't really, ago, yeah, yeah. they hadn't really started to do stuff. <clears throat> but Day. the yeah. end of the month is when they're going to start. Captain Cooks is going to come out into the lobby somehow or other <laughs> in the main area. So I think towards the end of the month, we're going to start seeing things happening. Yeah. How long is this construction going to be going on? Six years. Yeah. Uh, for a long time. Yeah, um, 2015 sometime. Yeah. Mm. I hate having to tell clients that. <laughs> More construction. It may affect your stay. <laughs> yeah, and it's sad because the waterfall's going away. It's, it's going to be good, though. Option. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. It's all yeah. good. Um, you know, have to have faith that they're going yeah. to oh, yeah. oh, yeah. do a good job with it. But... Uh, Kathy also said this is one of, uh, I, I, I think, personally, the best uh, uh, food court of any Disney hotel uh, that I've ever had. Landscape of Flavors mm-hmm. at Art of Animation. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you haven't tried that, it's worth, it's actually worth going out of your yes, way. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. It's worth going out of your way to go over to Art of Animation and, uh, and eat there, especially, I think, lunch, dinner time. I've actually than, stopped so there breakfast. to get food to bring home. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a fast food yeah. place. Because I live closer to it. As so. if you were going yeah. to like McDonald's exactly. on the way home. We'll yeah. stop there if the girl's not Much doing better the parks, choices. Than we'll stop there on our way home, definitely. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Brilliantly done. Brilliantly, brilliantly done. And for and, and for those people who are coming on vacation, you know, I know when my family used to come on vacation, we'd at least take one day to kind of explore the different resorts and stuff. And I think Art of Animation has a lot to offer. You can go there for lunch and kind of walk around and see all the oh, yeah. cool yeah. different, especially if you have kids, you see the Cars characters mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, uh, in terms of uh, so that actually that uh, that makes uh, the three must dos from that list: uh, Splitsville, Citrico's, and Kona Cafe. Boma got gypped. Boma did mm. get. Did you uh, pick Boma? It's my all-time favorite restaurant. Is it really? really? Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. been there at least ten times. You have to. Don't you like mentally and physically prep yourself? <laughs> of course, for that yeah. experience. Yeah, there's lots of preparation. <laughs> you can't eat for like three days before. You've got to, you know, oh, work Sean, up the appetite. Wow, it's the best food. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. We'll have to go together one time. Yeah, take me. Yeah. It's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> really, to prep. We also asked uh, some of the top uh, extra activities, things that are not necessarily theme parks or. Or, or dining. Um, Sean, you said Winter Summerland Mini Golf. Yeah, I love miniature golf, and I prefer this one to the Fantasia Gardens. That one's fun, too, but it scares me in the cave when the thunder goes off. <laughs> it scares you off. It's so like Fantasia theme, so know, it's like I've never stepped foot on either one of those. No, oh, really? I haven't either. Winter Summerland's really fun. And I one prefer of the winter section. Winter summer's closed indefinitely. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't heard that, because they're intertwined, so that would be... Interesting. Well, it's on the rehab list. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, don't cry. Okay. I am crying. Weeping, in fact. <laughs> Internally crying about it. You also said uh, the resort launches. Yeah, this is, kind of, this is kind of embarrassing, but I would love to just spend a day taking those resort launches. I must have a thing for boats, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> really? It's, there's a theme, there's you a mean theme not the here. rental watercraft. You mean the ones that I would literally just take you. the transportation. Oh, I've done that. <laughs> on Bay yeah. Lake. It's so much fun. From Fort Wilderness to, to Wilderness Lodge, then over to the Contemporary, then back into Seven Seas Lagoon. And, it's yeah. a good day. And you don't have to rent anything. It's free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're on it's the water. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good That's point. That's cool. Um, John... Uh, um, you know, one of John's favorite things to do was uh, sitting on a bench and watching people yell at their children, do you know how much this vacation is costing? <laughs> I thought that was That funny. is fun, yeah. Um, Kathy and Dustin both said Splitsville. Yeah, in addition to wow. the dining, I think it's it's one of those things. Um, 
that is just a fun extracurricular activity. You go bowling. I have to Love say you. that I, I think, uh, you know, personally, I think Splitsville, uh, probably the best thing they've added to downtown Disney oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. a very, very long time. Completely. And I think it, it kind of almost that. heralds a, a new age for that whole area um, yeah. with everything they're doing with Disney Springs. And um, I think this is, it's just a whole different mindset now of, of how they're approaching uh, the entire downtown Disney area, which has just languished for years now in the state of, you know, identity crisis as to what it's going to become and what are they going to do with Pleasure Island? And, you know, you had these disjointed places with West Side, Pleasure Island, and Marketplace. And now they're making it a little bit more cohesive, hopefully, when the construction is done. And I don't know, you can find a parking space in less than an hour and a half. Um, Teresa, you said horseback riding. We sent you horseback riding last year. You Fort did, Wilderness. and I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm not an outdoor girl. We know that. We know I like to view the outside from a window <laughs> in the cool interior. But I actually enjoyed it. It kind of took me back to when I was a kid and I was forced in the to go to camp. And yes. you had to take and a horse to school. Really, right, I got here on, on the wagon. Um, but no, when I was a kid, I was forced to go to camp. And they I forced us to ride horses, which I ended up enjoying but it was something I would not. It was. It's out of my box, and I think that's why I enjoyed it. And Julie and I went, and I, it was fun. You know, once I realized, you know, the horse pretty much knew where he was going. I didn't have to, you know, <laughs> steer him, steer him in any way. <laughs> Meanwhile, Julie was like a horse whisperer or something. Yeah, <laughs> so it was. But it was fun. Well, it Julie was, grew up with him. Yeah. yeah, but I would definitely recommend that. You know, I don't like the fact they have to weigh you before you get on the horse. But other than that, it was good. Oh God! And then they choose the horse, depending <laughs> or oh, what? No, I think I think there's a weight limit there's before weight you can limit. ride. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, got say, on I think it's two fifty. I think yes, if I remember yeah. correctly. You say, oh, the, oh, you get Bessie. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. He's one with those sway back. Craig, in contrast to Sean's uh, Winter Summerland, you like Fantasia miniature golf. Yeah, not the actual uh, the the one for kids and families. I like the the challenging one. The one that's basically like an eighteen hole professional golf course shrunk down. Exactly. Yeah. Into I, a miniature golf experience. Yeah, my dad and I like to go there and it's it's more challenging. Much more. It's but it's the same price as it is to go on the regular course. So whenever you look at that experience, you get so much more out of your money. Yeah. And especially if you're an annual pass holder, it's only six dollars to go to any of the miniature golf courses. Um, oh, if you're not, it's only twelve. So that's still not terrible. And that gets you one game, or does that get you a time limit? That get, that gives you the one game all the way around. So I how mean, long it takes you? Yeah, at the at the long course, it can take you up to an hour and a half, or an hour and a half to two hours if you have slower people ahead of you. So. Yeah, that's you get a lot out of your money. No, no. Not for annual pass holders. No, that's no. that's pretty good. Now, a few members of the team like to walk. Um, Kathy likes to walk around Caribbean Beach Resort. We kind of knew this, that uh, that's her favorite. That's the resort, too. I mean, that's what inspired me to want to move to Florida was the theming over there. So to, to walk through, like, the woods and any any place there's water, I love to walk by. So that's a good place to. Are, are you disappointed that Sammy Duvall uh, – has pulled out is pulling out now of uh, renting watercraft at a lot of the resorts. Um, I know they stopped doing it at Caribbean Beach a while ago, but uh, you know Port Orleans, Old Key West. The price just got to be so high. I can remember when we first came, we do that like almost every day, and they used to have a package. Now the price had gotten so high, you hardly ever saw anybody out on the water. So, from what I understand, the Bay Lake Resorts at Contemporary Fort Wilderness, Wilderness Lodge, uh, Grand Floridian, Polly, they're going to keep their marinas and their watercraft, but pretty much everywhere else. You the watercraft to, really? that you can rent is going away. Sammy Duvall managed that, I believe it was. 
Was it Sammy Duval or was it another company? Sammy Duval's the comp- the name of the at least the Poly and the Bay Lake ones. Yeah, I think I think it they was all the whole property contract, wide. Yeah. Okay, so wow. they're pulling out. They're pulling out of a lot of the other resorts um, because why. they say there's no business. Even the Boardwalk area. This is what I heard. Huh? Bay Lake Bay Lake was the only one that was going to keep it. Yeah. Um. So. Kind of sad. Because you hardly ever saw them do it at Downtown Disney before they got rid of them there, and it, I just think it was a price thing. I mean, if you would have made it more reasonable, I'm sure they would have had all kind of crowds. So while Kathy is walking around Caribbean Beach Resort, Dustin is walking right up. Got well, drinking. Sp- oh, I'm sorry. Drinking, yes, mostly. <laughs> Actually, specifically, it's more the Epcot Resort area, I think. Like, I think a really good day that I would do would be I, I could park my car at the studios, take that walkway from to the boardwalk and around Yacht and Beach and then walk back and that, you know, and then make little stops along the way or even go into Epcot. And mm-hmm. I, I just love doing that. I love that area. I that's love, a good day. Yeah, that's a great day. Uh, push me and my little Surrey bike up. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, could be there the those. day that you and I are trying to go up yeah, the hill and down the I do hill. love the bike riding, yeah. <laughs> when are you doing that? I want to do that. We already did that. Already done. I, oh. I love doing that, though. Have you ever ridden the little Surrey bike? Oh, they're um, fun. At Riverside, but not there. Oh, they're fun. So that is our must-do list at Walt Disney World. We're going to compile all that, and we'll put it up uh, on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. We hope you enjoyed hearing us talk about it as much as we enjoyed talking about it. <laughs> right? You enjoyed mm-hmm. that. I did enjoy that, mm-hmm. yes. It was just real pleasurable. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to do it for this episode of The Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed it, everybody. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition. Thanks for being with us. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>